Tanya said that celebrating is so cool because it does two things. It brings people in to the experience. It allows them to see that they could have that experience, that they want that experience. And the second thing it does is it furthers your own belief in yourself, which impacts other areas of your life, right? So when you have a win at work and you're like, wow, this is amazing. Uh, I helped my client, um, you know, stand taller today and she looks amazing because of it. Uh, you know, when you acknowledge that and celebrate that, it will help you find more wins in your, you know, when you go back home to your house. Uh, and there's like, you know, something there and, and, and you're taking that energy, that excitement back to the rest, other parts of your life. Welcome to the Be It Till You See It podcast, where we talk about taking messy action, knowing that perfect is boring. I'm Leslie Logan, Pilates instructor and fitness business coach. I've trained thousands of people around the world, and the number one thing I see stopping people from achieving anything is self-doubt. My friends, action brings clarity, and it's the antidote to fear. Each week, my guests will bring bold, executable, intrinsic, and targeted steps that you can use to put yourself first and be it till you see it. It's a practice, not a perfect. Let's get started. Welcome back to the Be It Till You See It interview recap where my co-host in life, Brad and I are going to dig into the boundless combo I had with Tanya Dalton in our last episode. If you haven't yet listened to that one, you're going to want to go back, listen to that one, and then listen to this one because first of all, she's freaking amazing. Second of all, everything will, you'll want to hear the recap with that. So it's like seven to 17 reminders of how much you need to have boundaries. <laughs> this was a really amazingly actionable conversation and also like really inspiring. She is a powerhouse. She's a powerhouse. Yeah. And, and she knows it, which I love. I love when people own that shit. Um, <laughs> so um, I, there's a lot going on actually in, in real time. Brad actually is in Philly as we speak. I probably just landed. Yeah. Um, but I'm still missing Cambodia. Like I really just, I just am. I really want to go back. I wish we were going back sooner than later. But at any rate, you probably saw the pictures. You're still seeing them and have a lot of FOMO. So if you haven't yet done it, get on the wait list for the next one so that you don't have FOMO anymore and you can just go. And if you're thinking, oh my gosh, you guys, I have so much going on. I've got kids, I've got all these things. That Guess what? You're going to ask for help for your kids to be taken care of. So you can go and retreat yourself. Yeah. So go to lesslielogan.co slash retreats. Do it. Come join us. Well, uh, we also got back from the road trip just before I went to Philly. I know. It's been a little crazy. And um, we uh, we actually, um, this I'm putting this out into the future here, but we saw the damn Grand Canyon this time. <laughs> we saw it. <laughs> we saw it. Oh, my gosh. If you're on the newsletters, um, uh, Amanda, our producer, was like, hey, do you have those pictures of how you didn't see the Grand Canyon? And I said, oh, yeah. So I texted her the pictures and I forgot how much you can't freaking see because we didn't see anything. And I was like, maybe I'm being dramatic. And when you I look at the pictures, nope, not being dramatic. Never saw it. Definitely was a white wall. <laughs> so um, if you're on our list, you saw those pictures in real life and we saw the Grand Canyon. I'm so excited about it. And I'll tell you more about all the details of what we did there in a future episode. But I am just so grateful that we got to take a day for ourselves 
and check out their Grand Canyon. Yeah. And here's the thing. Brad's going to come back from Philly. I'm going to head to Dallas to teach. Um, and if you're wanting to know if there's any space left in the workshop with Erica Quest and I, just DM me on Instagram because um, I don't know in this exact moment if there will be or not. But I will tell you that I am going to be back in Texas to teach some classes. And not only be in Texas, but we're going to be in Nashville, Atlanta, Greensboro, da 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 more, more, more. It's really freaking awesome. Brad just loves to put me on tour. It's like <laughs> living out his music days. So go to onlinepilatesclasses.com slash tour if you are in the States and you're wanting to be in a Pilates workout with me. And, you know, maybe get away from some holiday shenanigans for a moment to, you know, serve yourself in Pilates. Well, speaking of those shenanigans, uh, that leads us directly into our question. I know. I really do. I saw this question come through and I'm like, yeah, we should talk about this yeah, on this that, episode. That was a heck of a transition right there. So how do you handle family and the holidays when it comes to boundaries? Yeah. So when we got this question, I was like, oh, it has to go in Tanya Dalton's because it's all about boundaries, like boundaries, boundaries, boundaries. And and I don't know, maybe that is the secret key to life. Um, probably is. How yeah. do you, how, well, Brad, why don't you go first? How do you handle your family and holidays and boundaries? Well, I, um, uh, I think that for me, it's a little different because obviously they're my family. It's how I grew up. Um, I'm very used to how they function and operate. Uh, but I probably have a better boundary creation when, it, when I was around your family of like, Hey, uh, we're going to, you know, call it a night and we're going to retire and go into our the, the the spare bedroom and we're going to close the door, right? That's one way to set a boundary. The yeah. door is closed. Another one is being clear um, upfront uh, with what you're participating in and not participating in. If that's like, if, you know, because I know my family is like, when you're there, you are a hundred percent in on every possible thing for every second you're connected to them, you know, and, and that's, that's just the way they do lunch, they, they do breakfast, they do dinner and everybody's I, together. And so I think what's interesting is like you made the point, you know, you know, your family because you grew up with them. Yeah. So first of all, if it is with your family and you do know how they operate before you go, think about what is the normal things that happen and which things you want to participate in and then just let them know before you're there. So it's not this going back to El Russ. It doesn't have to be this like demand confrontational conversation. You always make me have lunch with you. I don't want to do it. You could just say, Hey, here's what we'll be participating in. And here's what things we probably won't be available for. I want right. to give you a heads up before you go grocery shopping. Right. Yeah. Also too, like if you know that the, um, after dinner, you know, when everybody's like completely sloshed and the conversation always becomes absurd or antagonistic or degrading or whatever you are you, you know, one thing that um, one, some of our friends have done is they get themselves their own hotel room. Mm -hmm. They actually don't stay home. Mm -hmm. And so you can simply say, hey, you know, at nine o'clock, we're going to go back to our hotel. And that way you're completely separated from them. And you already know, OK, I, I all I have to do is survive that long. Yeah. You know, and I hope that that's not your situation, but, but it very well may be. You can also love your family a ton and want to stay at a hotel room. One of my sure. dear friends, I'll keep her name off of this, but she, but she does get now she lives near her family because she had a kid, but she did get an Airbnb and not stay with her in-laws or even her own family. And and they were like a little uncomfortable about it the first year. And she's like, look, I love you and I want to stay loving you and I want to be here for a whole week. If I have to live with you, I'm going to be here for 24 hours. So right. 
She's like, I just have things that I like to do and I want to be able to do that. And so it, you don't have to, it doesn't have to be about them. It can actually be about you. For me yeah. to have all the energy to keep up with this, this is what I need. And if people don't respect that, that's a different decision you have to make that is actually separate from this. And maybe outside my pay grade and where a therapy session could be a well, place. I, I, let's talk about your, you know, for example, you have a morning routine. Mm-hmm. You get up, you have a run, you sit, you know, you read, you whatever, you're journaling I, yeah. sometimes. You I mean, work out in your parents' living room. Working I take out. over at the... <laughs> right. But, but, you know, and around our house, because I'm not an early riser, you're not interrupted. Mm-hmm. generally speaking mm-hmm. but at my house my dad gets up at six. Oh yeah no they're, they're know, like, good my morning. mom is and up I'm at like 6 37 like good morning you know so like it definitely changes your morning routine because of the other people in the house and so it might be that you need to separate yourself so you can maintain your routine mm-hmm. well and i don't and so here's the thing like i don't invite them for a walk with me it's not because i don't want to see them it's right. because that is my morning routine that is my time and then I can, I have breakfast with them, which is also abnormal, <laughs> but I keep that. So I think it's like truly think a picture out past holidays, what you didn't enjoy. And then what can you set the stage for this time so that you can have the conversation in a non-confrontational way. Here's what you can expect from me. I know you're doing your holiday shopping. Just want you to be able to plan ahead. And here's, here's what I won't be participating in yeah. um, because we've got some things going on. Thank you so much. I can't wait to see you. The end. You know, and if people are passive aggressive, it is a different story and they always will be like, you're never going to, there's nothing you're going to do. That's ever, they'll be passive aggressive about something else. Yes. It's not you. Yeah. It's them. And, and you know, the other thing is too, like maybe you don't stay for a whole week. Maybe you only stay for four days, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So anyway, I think those are pretty actionable um, yeah. inv- uh, uh, tips there. Um, great question. Thank you so much for asking. Yeah, um, so- you can send questions into the Beat Pod on Instagram. You can also send them in to the team. You can just reply to our, our newsletters, whatever it is. We'll find them. We'll answer them. We love answering them. So um, thank you for that one. All right, loves, it's here. OPC Summer Camp. You know that thing we started last year? Well, we're doing it again this year, and we're making it bigger and better than ever because we have teachers from all over the world, which means all day long you can nerd out with me at Camp Zoom from the comfort of your own home in your favorite Pilates workout outfit without having to get bugs or dirt or weird camp food that's like some weird slot. No, you can have the amazing food from your own home. You can be whatever clothes you want to be in, and you can join us all day long for whatever workouts and workshops you sign up for. In fact, you can even do a whole day pass and save the most money. In fact, up to 56% off if you buy the day pass. So go to opc.me slash events to see the full schedule and lineup of events. If you only have access to a mat, we've got plenty of stuff for you. We've got reformer. We've got some happy hip reformer with you. We've got so many amazing things. You can go to opc.me slash events to see the whole schedule, all 14 teachers and all the goodness that's going to happen at Camp Zoom. And I'm your camp director. Woo! Okay, now let's talk about Tanya Dalton. With the intent to allow her husband to stop traveling for work, to be closer to their kids. Tanya Dalton grew her for fun side hustle business into a multi-million dollar company, replacing his income within the first year so he could come home and work with her. Since uh, She's since written multiple books, kicked off her own podcast, appeared as a featured guest on TV news shows, and has received awards for helping female executives and entrepreneurs step into purposeful leadership so they can do less while achieving so much more. I mean, you know, I was all about her. Like, I was like, yeah, no, she's totally right for the show. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I didn't, I didn't include any actual specifics in there, but she has like a rocking company and she, she loves, she's a coach and she 
you know, she's a rock star. She's got two books. So get out there and read them, put them in as part of your holiday travel reading or listening on tape. It's they're so essential for preparing you for the next year. 100%. One thing that I love that she said, um, she brought up the messy backpack experience (laughs) and I like, you know, I'm a visual person. So she's talking, my brain was just thinking about like a big person. It's like just full of all these things. And do you ever, have you ever like met those people who like you're, you're like, oh, I spilled to myself and they pull out a Tide pen and you're like, what the hell? Like they're so prepared. That's Brad actually. Um, and so many people are like a little ashamed of how messy the inside of their purse or mess- messy the inside of their backpack is. But actually, like very rarely is anyone actually seeing what's inside your bag. Well, just so that there's some kind of context, oh, it's not about an actual backpack. No. We're talking about the experiences of getting through life and like handling um, trauma and uh, all the feelings and, you know, good days, bad days, depressing days, like exuberant days. Basically, she was talking about, um, uh, you know, just putting one step in front of the other and doing life that way. And along the way, you will end up collecting, you know, all of these experiences and you throw them in your backpack. And she said, but it's messy in there. So you don't necessarily let people in the backpack. But when you're when you need an experience, when you when you need something, you have something to pull from. And that's where Leslie's talking about the purse. I think it's hilarious that you could actually, uh, you know, just just uh, pull out a Tide pen, for yeah. example. Yeah. And and that comes from it. And I think we're so it's so easy for us to get ashamed at like how we got to something. Like, I think we ex- we think that our a way to achievement should be pretty and perfect and like something you like. It's so beautiful. But most achievements are messy. Most roads that to wherever you're going have obstacles, you trip, you stumble, you get dirty. Like totally, you know, it's just so funny when now that things like everything is being filmed and like the truth is, is if I filmed everything that I did, most of the time you'd see my hair is not brushed. It's not done up. I trip I'm on mini walks, like, <laughs> you know, but all those experiences allow you to show up with so many tools in your backpack when you need them. Yeah. So acknowledge that you actually have this backpack full of tools, full of things you need. Cause it's all there for you. You each per, if you were listening to this, you have a backpack that is messy. You just might not be looking in it because you're avoiding it, but you have it and it's there and it's there to help you. So I just love that she brought that up. I think it was really cool, easy for you to picture. And I hope people start like using their messy backpacks. Bring it with you. What'd you love? So she talked about this high five Fridays and she said that her customer service team, actually she said her customer happiness team mm-hmm. gathers together the nice comments and the notes that they collected all week long, and they email them out to everybody on Friday late afternoon. It's the last email that they get before the end of the, the week, and it's a uh, it's it's basically just a reminder that they are having a positive impact in people's lives because I think that it's easy to get lost in the weeds. It's easy to get lost in the whirlwind, as we like to say. Um, and you said, you know, that's amazing. It creates a culture of celebrating. And then uh, talking talking about the wins, you know, channel that we use and stuff. And and um, uh, Tanya said that celebrating is so cool because it does two things. It brings people in mm-hmm. to the experience. Mm-hmm. It allows them to see well that they could have that experience, that they want that experience. And the second thing it does is it furthers your own belief in yourself which impacts other areas of your life, of your life, right? So when you have a win at work and you're like, wow, this is amazing. Uh, I helped my client, um, you know, stand taller today and 
she looks amazing because of it. Uh, you know, when you acknowledge that and celebrate that, it will help you find more wins in your, you know, when you go back home to your house. Um, and yeah. there's like, you know, something there and, and, and you're taking that energy, that mm -hmm. excitement back to the rest, other parts of your life. I, I mean, you know, how I feel about wins. I just think that, I mean, we have fuck yeah Friday. We've decided we need merch, we need FYF merch. Oh, because like what great. a great thing to wear and be like, what's FYF? And you go, it's fuck yeah Friday. What's that? What means you celebrate at least celebrate on Fridays. And I just, I really think, um, the more, whether it's a high five Friday and F. YF or, you know, a motivating Monday, it's really important to establish some sort of time that you look at what is going well and the impact you're having because it just makes it better. It makes it easier. It makes it easier to uphold your boundaries. That's exactly right. Anyway, I think that uh, the, the high five and the FYFs, all that stuff, if you aren't doing that in your life now, just put it on your calendar. Mm -hmm. So like remind yourself at 4.30 on Friday afternoon, um, bing, alarm goes off. And now it's like, oh, yeah, I need to find something to celebrate right now. That's great in my life. And to be honest, it could be very small. It doesn't have to be this mad, like majestically huge, massive thing. It could be, you know, I got up when my alarm went off this morning. I didn't I didn't hit snooze. That's amazing. Yeah. You know, um, I uh, uh, this morning. I, I started my day with a very cold shower. I did hear that. I like heard sounds coming out of it. It was like, I don't know why I've been doing this now for like two weeks, but today's shower seemed colder than every other shower I've had. I don't know why. Yeah, definitely. It was like, definitely took heard my that. breath away. <laughs> but I mean, but just to point out, it's okay to have those wins that are like things that you are just getting done or just doing because you did something and you yeah. have. You need to have that data. That data supports you in everything you want to do. So I'm into it. Yeah. Well, stick around. We'll be right back. All right, loves. It's super important to me that supplements I take are of the highest quality. And that's why for three years, I've been drinking AG1. Unlike many supplement brands, AG1 is constantly searching for how to do things better. At 52 iterations of their formula and counting, their team is always trying to find better ways to source, test, and aim to find the best quality ingredients available. I love this so much, guys, because so many people think I have to get it right the first time, and they have done 52 different iterations. I freaking love that. So many people have asked me if AG1 is actually the real deal. I really do drink it, and trust me, there's a reason why I've been drinking it for so long. Quality for AG1 isn't just a buzzword. It's a commitment backed by expert-led scientific research, high-quality ingredients, industry-leading manufacturing, and rigorous Testing. At each step of the process, AG1 goes above and beyond industry standards. I know I can trust what's in every scoop of AG1 because it's tested for 950 contaminants and banned substances while the industry standard typically only tests for 10. Holy moly. I know that like I'm a recovering overachiever over here, but I'm super glad AG1 isn't. Okay, so taking care of my health shouldn't be complicated and AG1 simplifies this by replacing multiple health supplements like multivitamins, digestive aids, immune support, and more in just one simple scoop. It's literally just one scoop. It's one scoop in one bottle of water. It's amazing. AG1's ingredients are heavily researched for efficacy and quality, and I love that every scoop also includes prebiotics, probiotics, and digestive enzymes for gut support. Y'all know I've had gut stuff, so that's why I've been doing it for so long. 
I've partnered with AG1 for so long because they make such a high quality product that I genuinely look forward to drinking every day. So if you want to replace your multivitamin and more, start with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3 and K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first subscription at drinkag1.com slash be it. That's drinkag1.com slash B-E-I-T. Check it out. All right, finally, let's talk about those be it action items. What bold, executable, intrinsic, or targeted action items can we take away from your convo with Tanya Dalton? Um, I'm going to throw this one in real quick. She just kind of had it at the very end. Um, it was kind of a comment, less an action, I, uh, be it action item, but I really thought it was powerful. Uh, she said, if you can't give yourself 15 minutes, that means you're giving it to somebody else instead. Okay. And you, you two were talking about like, you know, um, uh, the, the, it must be nice for you, which we'll, we're going to get into, but must be nice that you can walk around the block for 15 minutes. Well, I'm sorry that you can't take 15 minutes for yourself, but I need to go walk around the block. Well, and also you know? like, I'm, and that I'm sorry is like, it's a little bit like, I am sorry for you. Yeah. I'm actually. sad. I'm, pitying, I'm sad. You know? Yeah. And I don't, <laughs> you I don't mean, need to be condescending with it. No, but, but you, you know. don't. But like that, I mean, like, I mean, let's just get into it. So I, we got into this whole, it must be nice combo. And I have, we've had the episode before on the, uh, mental wellness, uh, wellness shaming. And when like you do go for a walk around the block or like you do do something nice and someone's sure. like, Oh, it must be nice for you. You know, if you are someone who's saying that because it really, you're like, Oh, it must be so nice for them. Just say, I'm so happy for you that you can do that because when you say it must be nice for you, it does make the other person feel like it's a passive aggressive, nasty comment. Oh yeah. And it it makes you look bad Yeah, too, by the way. Yeah. And also (laughs) that must be so nice for you. I don't want to be around that. Yeah. And, and the reality is if you find yourself saying that to yourself about someone, like you're not even saying out loud, like it must be so nice for them. That is a sign that they are doing something that you wish you were doing. Yeah. So jealousy is not an awful thing if you use it as a flashlight or a magnifier around an area of your life that you want improvement. That's true. Like it must be nice for you. Maybe it's it must be nice for them. And it's something you're thinking, mm-hmm. you know, like I wish that I could do that too. Yeah. Kind of a thing. And if, and, you're, if you're thinking that, then what boundaries do you need to put in place so that you can have those things too? Or whatever yeah, let's talk represents. about your big takeaway. Yeah. So boundaries. <laughs> boundaries. Like I was just like, wow, it's just like... We just got all in the boundaries, and I really did not expect that from bringing her on because she's an amazing author of other things, but she does talk about it a lot. So, well, um, she's a mom. Yeah, she's a spouse. She's a mom. She's a business owner. She's a homeowner. And I think like when it's, it's really easy to think about when when you think about the boundaries in a business, you forget that your marriage is a business. You forget that your best friend is a, like all relationships in itself are some sort of entity whether they are for profit or a not for profit. And so what is really important and what I really think it distilled down to is like communication around your wants and needs. Yeah. And, and if you don't know what boundaries need to be changed in your life, then you have to look at where you're getting a little bit frustrated, just a little bit for like the first frustration of the day, the thing that takes you out of the winds moment and right into what is that when you're resenting someone it's because there is a boundary that's not being upheld that needs to be there. Yeah. Needs to be. And we talked about this, the idea of like a school. And if the school is next to a busy road and there is no fence and they tell the kids, don't go 
don't stay close to stay school. close stay close what it does is create uneasiness because no one knows what stay close is it's very vague so you've got some kids who are like the total like perfectionist like okay i'll just touch the wall i won't leave the wall and then right. they're I'll not actually relaxing the right and then the teacher's like get away from me because like i need some time on myself <laughs> and then there's this kids are like well i'm not i'm like i'm i'm in between the school and the busy road. Ha ha ha. I'm still close because I'm cl- I'm close to the school. That may like, or may not have been me. It's totally Brad. And I'm totally <laughs> the girl like squeezing the wall like, next to the teacher. Like, look at me. I'm so close to the school. And it's like just no one knows how to behave and no one has to interact. But when you put boundaries in place, when the fence is put up, then everyone can play yep. and take up space inside that fence. And that allows people to really understand what is allowed and what's not allowed. And it's so much more freer. Like just picture, just picturing that like sounds like freedom and there's still boundaries in place. So anyways, take a moment. And she talked about this being a thing that you can do, like take a moment to assess and inventory your boundaries, which ones like, that's kind of like, it's kind of like what you do around the house. You would go and make sure that your fence is intact around the house, especially if you're in a puppy at Christmas, you're gonna make sure that there's no hole in the fence, right? Yeah. Same thing in your life. If you don't know what it means to have boundaries, um, then Here's, here's your sign. <laughs> you don't have boundaries. <laughs> well, you don't have boundaries, and that's. But here's a uh, here's a really clear uh, example, of, and this is what she did, and and I thought it was really inspiring. She said there are two types of availability that she sets for her business. One is business availability, and the other is actual availability. Right. So there's the differenti- differentiating between the hours for business and the hours for availability. She said. When I'm working on my business, uh, I'm generally uninterrupted. Un- no one can get in touch with me. That's on purpose. When I'm available, when when I'm making myself available, that means I'm available for my team to talk to me, and I'm available for my clients, right? And she actually said, "What I do is I put in my my um, signature of all my emails when I'm available to be contacted, and when I will be contacting them." Right. So whether that whatever that is, my availability is between eight and 12, let's just say. Mm-hmm. Right. And so for four hours a day. Oh, wow. Interesting. Because the other half of the day she's working on her business and she's uninterrupted and unavailable. And what I thought was amazing was she's such a teacher. Uh, but she she said, uh, I I created avail- I created boundaries with my team, uh, with my family, including my kids. And also with myself. And so with the team, um, that's the business availability versus the, you know, working availability. Um, then with the, uh, and the clients fit right into that. Um, with the family, uh, she said when my, I, she said she had a special phone that would ring, uh, phone um, sound it, that would ring during certain hours of the day. And she oh, trained yeah. her kids. This is amazing. She said, I, I had a magnet board and on the wall and they had activities on them. And when my phone would ring, my kids would run over to the wall and grab an activity off the board and go entertain themselves so that I could trust that they were being safe and okay. But also I was uninterrupted for my client phone calls. Yeah. How cool is that? Oh, I mean, come on. Like, it's amazing. And for the mom is listening, like, please steal that from her because, yeah. because you're like, I just, I can't, I can't be on a phone call. They need me. Well, if they're an infant, probably, but if they are at all able to play with anything safely, 
you can allow them to go like, this is what you need to play with this. And kids like boundaries. They really do. They really like, they like to know what's allowed and what, and they like to play with that. So I just think everyone's thriving when you have boundaries. Everyone is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and she talked about that too, um, with, well, you both did because, you know, you work with your spouses. Hi, I'm Brad. She said the secret to a happy marriage is communication. And then you had this whole conversation about communication, which ultimately led, ultimately led back to boundaries. Boundaries. <laughs> it's going to boundaries. So y'all, what are your boundaries? We want to hear them. Tag the Be It Pod with your takeaways. Tag Tanya Dalton. Check out her books and let us know how it goes. I'm yeah. Lisa Logan. And I'm Brad Crowell. Thank you so much for joining us today. We are so grateful that you're here. I can't even believe it. I'm so, so excited for what's going on with the podcast and the guests we're bringing on. It's all because of you. So again, share with us how you're going to use these tips in your life by tagging the Be It Pod. Send it to a friend. Text it to a friend. Yeah, don't just send it to a friend. This specific episode, send it to a mom. Oh, they yeah. They don't have to be a business owner. No. Because she talked about, and and I know if we're signing off, but she talked about uh, how homes, the home, is effectively a nonprofit business. Yeah. Okay. So if you don't see yourself as a business owner, but you have a family, probably you're 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 setting out operational plans of how you execute life. Let me just tell you, that just gets us into a whole thing about how I think moms should be paid because they do keep uh they allow for the other person in the household who is working to have a job where they can go be uninterrupted and the household is fine. Yeah. That's a different topic for a different day. And I'm just going to say, I love that we're changing this up because you, it's like blue. It's like the end of a movie. Like, should I wait for the end of the credits? Like you should be on the whole time till the very end. Yeah. So if there's um, one thing that you, uh, if you, if you want to help us out, you share this podcast, this yeah. podcast, send it to another mom. Yeah. Thank you so much. Have an amazing day. episode of the be it till you see it podcast one thing that would help both myself and future listeners is for you to rate the show and leave a review and follow or subscribe for free wherever you listen to your podcast also make sure to introduce yourself over at the be it pod on instagram i would love to know more about you share this episode with whoever you think needs to hear it help us and others be it till you see it have an awesome day Be It Till You See It is a production of As The Crows Fly Media. It's written, produced, filmed, and recorded by your host, Leslie Logan, and me, Brad Kroll. Our associate producer is Amanda Fratarelli. Kevin Perez at Desenio handles all of our audio editing. Our theme music is by Ali at Apex Production Music. And our branding by designer and artist, Gianfranco Chofi. Special thanks to our designer, Jaira Mandal, for creating all of our visuals, which you can't see because this is a podcast, and our digital producer, Jay Pedroso, for editing all the video each week that you can. And to Angelina Herrico for transcribing each of our episodes so you can find them on our website. And finally, to Meredith Kroll for keeping us all on point and on time.
Hey loves, it's me, Leslie, and I am excited to talk about socks because we need to talk about socks all the time because I love being barefoot. I am not a fan of shoes. You'll rarely see me in shoes. Even when I have people at my house and they're in shoes, I am barefoot or I'm in my toe socks and Tavi Active socks. And the reason is that I've got tile floors and um, they're not so nice to my feet. So I do love a cute sock. And I also only use their socks when I am doing Pilates. I love that they have an amazing sticky gripness to them. It also, when I'm teaching in other people's studios, having those socks on keeps me from slipping around in a studio and really allows me to root where I I'm planted. Plus, they're freaking cute. Have you seen toe socks and Tavi socks? I mean, my goodness, they are the cutest styles all the time. The Barbie socks, I can't get enough of. I think I need to buy three pairs. So here's the deal. I want you to get yourself a pair of toe socks or Tavi Active socks, and you can go to beapod.com slash toe socks. That's going to take you over to toe socks. Feel free to explore a Tavi, and you can use my discount code, Leslie, that's L-E-S-L-E-Y, to make sure you save some money on your socks, because the reality is, is you should just get the most amazing cutest socks and also save some money because you listen to this podcast. So make sure you check those out the next time you are looking for some socks to wear in Pilates, yoga, bar, or around your house like I do. Save big money on everything for your next project at Menards. Spring is here making it the perfect time for outdoor projects. Suncast storage sheds are an excellent solution for protecting outdoor lawn and gardening tools. They're easy to assemble, and the all-weather construction provides water resistance and UV protection. Save big on Suncast storage sheds. View our selection of Suncast products today in-store and on Menards.com. Save 